Big Talk Nation. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Big Talk Podcast. This is Chris. This is Greg. And this is Dawkin. Rockin' with Dawkin! And Greg. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Album number three under lock and key. But before we get to that, let's do some business. Do it. I'm on, a, I'm on a streak at Big Talk CG.podcast on TikTok and Instagram at Big Talk CG, gmail.com. If you really want to complain, I mean, really, really want to complain, that's a great place for you to get a hold of us. We are on Twitter slash X <laughs> slash I don't even know, dude. What Whatever. Going on, dude. Uh, at Big Talk CG. YouTube. YouTube is by far the best place to go right now, guys. Our episodes are going up there. We got shorts going up there. We got a lot more stuff that's going to be coming out on YouTube. We'll let you know before it comes out when it's coming out exactly where you can find it. Just go search us out. The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. That's Greg with three G's, one in the front, two in the back. Let's get it. Also on Facebook, Greg, what you got to say? I'm ready to roll, man. I'm still amped up from Dawkins, man. Dawkins is rocking. George Lynch is kicking some ass, man. Wild Mac Brown is getting the drum bass going. Dawkins is giving you the hibbity jibbity. I'm, yeah, dude. I'm, 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 I'm excited, dude. All this electricity is coming. It might be the beer, but I mean, I'm saying it's electricity. Right. I think. <laughs> I don't think it's the music that's giving the electricity. I think you, when you put your put your dick in the light socket, that's what happened. Hey, man, I thought we weren't talking about that. Man. <laughs> that was personal. I man. was surprised it fit. Yeah. <laughs> I had an adapter. <laughs> you know why, Chris? Because you're unchaining the knife. You're messing up Dawkins. Oh. Start, start saying words. <laughs> Go, puppet. Start saying words. <laughs> I love it. You guys, this is Unchain the Night, the leadoff track Woo. from Under Lock and Key album number three from Dawkins. I don't even know what to say. Whether I don't know if this is the best. Oh, I, do. I don't know if this is the best album cover or the worst one I've ever seen, dude. Because they are just dressed. What is George Lynch doing in this photo? He's got the poofed out. He's all slicked out. That's oh, crazy. Okay, this is what I think on this. Because the last album, uh, a Tooth and Nail. What did we say? They had a fight for that. Yeah. The record company was like, eh, I don't know, and then they did well, and they said, Oh, okay, we're gonna give you another album or two. But we got some suggestions, and they did that '80s technical album cover, the flashy, the the clothes, the uh, um, you know, the fashion rock style, and they did that along with their videos, along with that. that. So this is called, I think, fashion rock is what they made that album cover. I, 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 I love, I love a lot of things about this album cover. I love how the docking cutout is right in the middle, so it's like a lock and key. Like, uh -huh. that's a lock. I love the smoke and the lighting coming up from the bottom, the placement of their um, logo in the corner. I love all that stuff. Um, the outfits and everything they're wearing encompasses everything about that era, but it just, for me, I don't know. It just. You look at it now. I look at it, I look at them, like yeah. specifically docking. I'm like, eh, no. This is not what, what they look like right here. I don't. That's not what yeah, I remember them as. You know like. the pretty boys. You just don't want them fashion pretty boys. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. And I think Chris and I. Are you talking over the damn solo? I was. Shh. George's solo. 
If you guys didn't listen to our last episode, Greg yelled at me on every song because I was talking over the solo because that's all I do is talk. It's all right. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, uh, oh, you want to go to the next song? Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, you want to go to the next song? Yeah, because go. I got something to say on that. On that. Ooh, yeah. This, dude, this is the first single for the album called yep, The Hunter. Yep. Uh, great and- song. I loved how it goes. Do you also know this was the album when we talk about Heavy Metal Parking Lot? This is the tour Dawkins was on with Judas Priest because they were doing their Turbo album, uh, Heavy Metal Parking Lot, and Dawkins was opening for it. I love when you find out Dawkins is on that tour. It's got the group of people, and they're talking to the girl, and they're like, Who are you here to see? Priest, Priest, Priest. And she just comes in like yeah. all cutesy and is like, Dawkins. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, you got me. <laughs> Right? She just like slips in there all yeah, cute and yeah. is like docking. Docking. And no one can even argue. They're like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> That's a funny, if you guys haven't seen it, Heavy Metal Parking Lot, we're going to do, we got to do something with that. Heavy. We got to do a watch party. We got to do a live something. We got to do an episode or two. We got to do something. Heavy Metal Parking Lot. I really didn't like it, it, Chris. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't do it with a straight face. <laughs> um, I love the video, but it, you know what? But. I do think production on this album was two steps more than what they had on their previous album. Oh, without a doubt, dude. Right? The the vocal not the vocals, the guitar, the drums, the bass, the sound, the synthesizers or keyboards, whatever they used, you can definitely hear I don't want to say it's up to eleven, but it's at least a good nine. When the last album was an eight, maybe a seven on, on that I one. I will go with a seven. And I will tell you this about this album. This is where George Lynch found his George Lynch tone. Ooh. His guitar is the fucking highlight of this entire album. Non listen, even in the rhythm sections, you listen to it and you're like, the tone is amazing. His pinky like got twice as long, and he is just playing the fuck out of this album. I can't give enough credit to George Lynch on this album. He really so, took it from, he went from here, yeah. and you were like, fuck yeah, and you, he went to here, and even on the next album, yeah, he even brings it to here, and you're like, oh my god, he's even, it's amazing what this guy can yeah, do. Yeah, shut up the solo. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Here we go again. So this album was released November 22nd, 1985. Yeah. Recorded between June and September '85, all all uh, Hollywood studios, Amigo Studios, North Hollywood. Uh, total access recording Redondo Beach um, on Electra again. Uh, Michael uh, Wagner was the producer on this one. Co-producer uh, Neil Kerman. I don't. I'm not really familiar with him. No. What, what else he had done? Um, I guess I could look it up, but uh, he was German. Uh, he's worked on over 100 golden platinum records, so I guess he's somebody to know. Maybe we need to look more into that. But man, this album is killer, dude. I think so too. I, that's what I said. Tooth and Nail is, oh my god, a personal favorite for me. This is like right up there, also, man. All the songs, showmanship. You're right, George Lynch's solos and the his. It, it, and what I liked about this album too was, without warning. Oh, sorry. Tooth and Nail is is. I don't want to say they sing more about love and girls this one they kind of stray from it a little bit and that you hear a little more maturity in yeah. his voc- and vocals and also lyrics lyrics 
And, and the band was the same band from that second album, uh, Doc and Lynch, Pilsen, and Brown. Yeah. Man, I'm listening to the bass guitar in this song, dude, right now. It's coming through on my headphones. Headphones, guys. Yeah, headphones. headphones. You can hear it all, and man, it sounds killer. I'll just let it play out here. Um, that was the first, like you said, the first release. Was, yeah. And this song, as a single, was released on December 10th, 85. Um, what's coming up next? In My Dreams, track yeah. three. And this was the second release, February 25th, 1986. Listen to that little vocal harmony. And and same thing with the band in the video. There was a little more money in the video, and there's a little yeah. more, I think, graphics or something like that, where they show the band playing in like maybe the sky or on clouds or something like that which just kick ass in my dreams you know you're just, you know one good song man i believe Love i it. i believe i heard an interview um with don Dawkins where the guy that was directing the video kept on saying i want to hey let's put my girlfriend in this video let's let's i want my girlfriend in the video um and i believe it's this video um and they're like no dude we're rocking we're doing these all these things and the next thing you know he sees the like video on mtv the finished product and isn't this the video where he's like, I won't leave or something like that. There's the girl on the other half of the video. Oh, yeah. And he was like, who the fuck is that? Oh. It was the director's girlfriend. Oh. He slipped that bitch right in there, yeah, dude. He did a little slippity slip. Slippity bitch. <laughs> oh. And Donna's like, what is going Like, So as much control as they thought they might have had, Sometimes someone just got a little bit more. Didn't they get an MTV Music Award for this video? I'm going to say no, but I'm I, think, gonna I say, think they got nominated. I'm going to say no, but they were pr- awfully pretty. <laughs> they were awfully pretty in this video. The hair was a little high. A and, little uh, high. Is this when George started um, doing the blonde on top? Yes. No, 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 no. That was no. next. That was back for the attack. Was that the next no, one? No, no, no. He did, he did back for the... He did like where he did blonde on top and black on... No, he did that uh, on... The reissue of um, Breaking the Chains. Oh, okay. That first video, you know, they saw that. that shit's killer. Yeah. But that was a certain look that people emulated when they went to the show. Yeah. Like, oh, I love Doc. I didn't do my hair like that. Yeah. Great, me, great I, vocal harmonies here, not dude. Not me because I always had short hair, but. They did a little bit more of this on yeah. this album than they did on the previous one. The vocal harmonies. Harmonies. And, and this is what I had the problem with the, with the terminology of Dawkin being a heavy metal man. <clears throat> yeah, there's a solo. Shut, Shut up. up. I'm talking. It's listen, all right if I talk. Listen to that, dude. I know. Are you guys kidding me right now? Here we go. George Lynch. Yeah. A little pinky action. <laughs> pinky power. Yeah, it's good. I like this little breakdown right here yeah. on this song, dude. It's killer. So let me ask you. You did mention that we we saw this band yeah. three years ago. So when they played songs like this that you knew, like the deep cuts, did you love it still? Or because it wasn't George, it wasn't magical. That's how it was for me. Um, but I still try to appreciate what the band was. So I'll tell you this. When we went and saw them, first off, let's just say this. Don Doc and... I don't think we both, he needs to stop. The, the name is enough for people to go to the show, but you're disappointing everybody that goes. Every time you see people are going to the shows, they just haven't seen you yet. I guess it might be the best way to say it. His voice is shot. I'm sure he's a great guy. There's nothing personal against him, but his voice is just, he can't do it anymore. Right? He's no Ronnie James Dio to the end. He's no fucking uh, Halford. Yeah. He knows, he's no Tate. 
Um, with that being said, it, that distracted me a lot from the show and the music. And it did, huh? It did. It, it really did. Because really I did. kept on wanting. Like, yeah. maybe he'll do it this time. And he just was pulling the mic so far away. You couldn't hear him. It was like on the all background singing. It was like, and of course, the background singing is not as good as these guys are. And it, it did. It took a lot away from the lot from that show only. It didn't take away from my enjoyment in the band. Because when I listen to the band now on these albums and I go back, I don't think about that show at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. I don't. I don't. I was like, okay, I saw him. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, we're going to bring it to the next song, which is the ballad. Yeah. On this yeah. one. Now, I don't know. I don't know if it was a record company thing, but they kind of put two ballads on here, mm-hmm. which I both love both of them, but they're not like Alone Again. Alone Again is 10. This is a seven, if not a six. In, in my okay. scale okay. of a ballad. I love it. The solos are bitching. I lo- he's singing, slipping away. I understand what he's talking about. Our love is slipping away. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chris. I'm going to tell love you this. Love is not forever. I love everything you said, and you do a great description of what's going on here. But I will tell you this, dude. It, it, Alone Again is the best ballad they did. Um, what was the song they did on that? Um, on on um, Beast from the East? No, not Beast from the East. They had that um, one ballad that they did. What was the ballad they did on? Uh, it was like a live album. Was it on Beast from the East? And it was in a yeah, Beast of the East was was. And what was album. the? There was a track on there. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong album. It wasn't. No, a, no, maybe no. I think you're right. Um, I, I think they had a couple of. But Alone Again is really like their A one one A A B ballad. I'm gonna tell you this though, dude. This song right here is a fucking pleasant surprise for me on this album. It is a ballad that, if you didn't buy the album, you never heard it. You didn't hear this song. No. You, no, you didn't. That's why we listen to albums. And if you didn't, and you just went to, like, Unchained the Night, the leadoff wasn't even a single. But you're probably going to listen to it because it's the first song. Then you got, oh, The Hunter in My Dreams. And then um, It's Not Love is the other single. So you probably didn't hear the song unless you bought the album. Correct. This is one of those songs that's like, like, I look forward to hearing the song every time I put this on. I really like this song. Is it Alone Again? If Alone Again's a 10, you're probably about right. This is probably about, I might go a little higher. I might go seven and a half, maybe an eight, maybe if I'm in a fucking, if I've had a six pack or something. (laughs) But dude, listen to this. Yeah, listen to Solo. This is, his guitar is telling you someone's slipping away. Yeah. It's talking. I love it. And that's, that's fucking something bitching, that really talks to you in this song. It all goes together. I love this song. It's one of the most pleasant surprises in recent memory on going back on these albums. I love it. I can't get enough. I look forward to the song every time. I'm I'm going to wait for another few songs, but I think that the other ballad is a little more my favorite. Okay, that's fine. And that's why we're here. Yeah. Ready like, to go? Like ready I said, go? I love the song. It's just... No alone again. Oh no. yeah, well, we, no alone again. Let's just say alone again's out there in space. Yeah, it's on Mars, man, it's on and Mars. everything else is on Earth. So <laughs> we're just gonna rank it to its own. Other things, dude. Yeah, let's go. If you want to bring me to the next one, that's yeah. cool. Ooh, see now you go, man. Here comes George, man, ripping it through. See, listen to that fucking tone, bro. Right? The tone is killer. There you go. Here comes the band rocking it through, man. Woo! 
What's up with that voice in the background? It's like a little, it only happens like the first line of every, like, you know, you get your, I don't even know the terminology is your, by the sound. You get your bars going through, and then the first one, boom, they do it again. And it's, it's, it, it really adds another element, a little more depth, more uh, singularity to the song, taking it, differentiating it from the other ones, kind of. Uh, but as a whole, the song's okay. For me, it's okay. Um, it's not. Oh, okay. It's not one of my favorites. Um, like you had with um, "Heartless Heart" on the previous album, um, uh, "Tooth and the- Nail." This is kind of, but it's not like a. It's like a dip. It's like a pothole in yeah. the album. That's it. It's like a temporary yeah. boop. And, By the and time. yeah, it, it's 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 just not one of my favorites. I here. I think I'm a little differently because I think it rocks. It's just rocking for me. And then here you go get you're right about that. Every time they start singing, there's a, there's you know that background mic voice. By the time. Who do they think they're Alistair Fiend or something? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Lightning. I th- I'm thinking maybe the whole thing about me and Don Dawkins' voice. He's. I think this is an example for me. It's his voice in the song is just he's like trying to be like ah, and it's like mm, it just doesn't hit it right for me. It doesn't hit my ear right, I guess. This does. Yeah. This fucking the solo, here you go, baby. This shit right here is giving me a fucking goddamn eargasm. Oh god. Oh god. Oh yeah. I filled the cup. <laughs> Woo! I love it, dude. You ready to go? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Let me a little pinky power and we can take off, man. All right, there we go. And then I'll go buy the toy. Yeah. Go, George. So while you're listening to this, I will talk over it. Hold on, hold on. Okay, go to the next song. <laughs> so I won't talk over it. You can talk and over he probably song. won't let me talk over this one either. But I will tell you this. This album, One Time Platinum. Yeah, I believe that. One time platinum, which probably seems about right. If it, yeah. if you said yeah. two, I'd be like, okay, I'd be, I might be okay. I'll let it go at that. Here we go though. I Hit. would I would have said ahead. if if you would have said this did two platinum, I would have said I would need a one more single or believe these singles were a little more out there. Like I heard them more. I they became MTV hits. So you're saying that maybe. Back for the Attack would be the one you would think would be double platinum. Maybe this one's like the same. Yeah. Moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one did hit 32 on the Billboard charts. Nice. Hit 32. Um, and here's another couple facts for you. Rolling Stone, 50 greatest hair metal albums of all time. This ranked number 21. Ooh. Uh, top 50 glam metal albums from Metal Rules. This hit number 11. Really? And, and I would think that we would... I don't know. I think we both have differing opinions. It's kind of difficult for me to be like they had tooth uh tooth and nail uh under lock and key and back for the attack if this one's numbered that where are those other ones ranking because i don't know if between those three one of them is so much significantly better than the other two to where you would rank it and the other ones are out of the countdown you dig what i'm Ooh, saying yeah and which one truly is you know what i mean it's like 
I would say yes. I think under lock and key is better than tooth and nail on a lot of levels. Um, but maybe even back for the attack is maybe even better. I don't know. I'd have to look at their counter. I'm just wondering, like, how do you get rid of those other ones if this is the one you're going to rank higher than the other two? Nice. That's all. I'm, I guess is that I the would, best way to say it? Yeah, I liked what you said about that. I won't. I won't disagree with you. I do think this album was if you want to listen to Dawkins, this is the album you want to give them. Um, I was going to mention the video, how they kind of, what they did was they're on back of an RV. Is it RV? It's like a flat, a long, it's like a long flatbed truck or yeah. something like that. And yeah. they're driving through the streets of downtown in Hollywood. Yep. Just kind of rocking and rolling, man. You see I little, you can see little Greg out there Yeah, on the with, streets. His, with his George Lynch haircut. I'll tell you what guys, go. This is honest truth. If you guys can go back, you guys go watch the video for, for, for this song. Um, and you guys can spot Greg on the sidewalk behind the band. Take a screenshot, submit it to us, dude. You can come record a live episode with us. Whoa. Yeah. It's not love. There you go. It's like, not love. <laughs> no AI. Whoa. Let's go. What do you mean going? We're not going. No, we're not going anywhere. I thought you were we're not going solo. anywhere. Dude. We're not going anywhere. The solo on this album or this song right here, probably the best on the album, dude. This song? Love this shit right here, dude. I meant, yeah, well, the shortest, but the best. Yeah, this. Yeah. Can't have me. No, you can't. So right here, I'm looking under additional musicians, and there's something on here. Chris Carell played the Sinclair. I don't know if it's Sinclaver or Sinclavier programmer. This is like a digital synthesizer. I'm looking at pictures of it. Man, it doesn't even look like a musical instrument. I don't know what this. It's like a sam digital sampling system. Yeah, because it's not That's crazy. Uh, this album also charted at 95 in Canada and 56 in Japan, dude. There we go. Ooh, Japan. Dude. You know, they love us down there, man. Yeah. Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg in Japan. We're coming after you, Godzilla. Did you know? Well, we'll wait till the, I'll, I'll hold off on this information until we go to the next song. So whenever you're ready to go, Greg, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, go ahead, man. Give me the next song. Because I'll just be singing, It's not love. Track seven, okay. Jaded Heart. So I think this ballad is better than Slipping Away. There you go. Personal note, I guess I just liked it a little bit more. I thought it was there. But same thing, ballad. If if I said um, uh, Slipping Away was a, a six, this to me is a seven. Oh, yeah. All just right. Right, right above it. Yeah. Like I said, both these ballads, and I'm thinking the record company pushed them to put two ballads on here. Because of Alone Again did so well. Yeah. They go, Ooh, well, we'll release another ballad when you guys, you know, third single, fourth single, just to get some extra. And then you look at their releases, and none of them were ballads. None of the releases, none yeah. of the singles from this yeah. album were ballads. Yeah, maybe, which, maybe the they broke the formula. It. Maybe they fought it and said, you know what, we'll play, but... You know, when we're, we play live, they were breaking the formula like they're breaking them chains. Oh, yeah. It's all right. I like the other ones a little more tender. All right. 
This one's got a little more beef to it. A little more beef. It's more of a power ballad. The other one's ballad is kind of look up. We got more power on it. Oh, power ballad. Breaking the mold and describing them differently, there Chris. There we go. I like it. Thank you. So they also released a uh, VHS on this. I do remember that. I remember buying it too. Un- the with the pink cover, mm-hmm. Unchained, Unchained the Night. The night. Tell me about it, dude. Do you remember? What do you remember about I, it? I think it was like just six videos. All the videos from. It was, um, no, uh, not to interrupt you, I'll tell you, it was Into the Fire, here's the track listing. Right. Here's the track listing. Into the Fire, Just Got Lucky, Breaking the Chains, Alone Again, The Hunter, In My Dreams, It's Not Love. Okay. And it debuted um, at number 27 on the Billboard VHS charts. I think they had a couple of, like, you know, um, behind the scenes type of in-between. Like, oh, we're we're going to talk to George right before we go on stage, or we're going to talk to Jeff on stage. You know, oh yeah, we're we're hanging out doing this. We're doing the, all you should see our, you know, acrobatics and you know they're trying to be funny and stuff. Did you see our video on the back of the flatbed truck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys, like that? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. And they're like doing their with their hairspray and shit. Aquanet Aquanet pink. Aquanet pink, man. Everybody does the two cans of Aquanet pink. You got to get it from both sides. Not me, baby. You ready? Maybe not, dude. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. After the guitar solo, are you ready? Yes. How dare I you? I just got the death stare, guys. I mean, I got the shield up. Right? Yeah. We don't change George Lynch. You know, I'm going to get him on the phone, man. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, can we tell the story? Yeah, can we tell the the, the oh, George yeah, 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 story? Yeah, yeah. You you want to go to the next song and then you can tell the story? Yeah, we can tell go, the, next go, story. Right, the next. And story. you're gonna have to help me out because okay, obviously, you know we were at this show together. If we're, I don't even know if we're thinking about the same story. We are. But let's go. go. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't lie to me. Is the song we're listening to right now? So there uh, is this club in Reseda. Reseda called. Used to be called Paladino. Yeah, it still exists. It's under a different name now. Yes. Now George Lynch was playing there with. Uh, do you remember the name of the band he was playing with at that time? It wasn't Lynch Mob. It was it? not Lynch Mob. It was. I can't remember, dude. I can't remember. But he was basically out front. He wasn't singing. He was out front playing guitar. They were doing their kind of like sound check kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? You know, doing yeah. their things and blah 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 blah. And you know. I guess I'm like a taller guy. I'm 6'1", so you know maybe I stuck out in that kind of thing, or maybe it's my ravishingly good looks. One of the two. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, George comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, can you want to go step behind the drums, and you know help us do the sound check?" And I'm like, "And you know I think at that they were the closing band at that time. We'd had a few beers, and I was like, what the fuck is going? What? Like that was kind of my reaction. Like what? I kept thinking, why in the fuck would I want? Like that's what I was thinking. Why in the fuck would I want to do that?" He's like, yeah, you want to come back here and, you know, go sit and, you know, bang on the drum so we can do our sound check. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, why the fuck don't they have somebody to fucking do that? And so I see some guy, like, over by the drums. I go, no, dude, that's it's that fucking guy's job. Well, the guy I fucking point out was the actual drummer <laughs> in the band. Um, and I never did go sound check, but, man, I wish I would have. Can I correct you on it? Okay. On, on your story? Yeah. Now, what you said was right up until... We were in the crowd. We're waiting yeah. for the band. Yeah. They did sound check. The uh, George and another guy 
I don't know if it was the manager or somebody, they pointed at you. Oh, I remember from way back by the fucking door, from all the way back where they would come out <clears throat> backstage. They were like, that guy right there. Yeah, they're like, hey, you. And that's when you were like, because you're, you're right, you are that's taller. That's right. You are taller than a lot of people. And we're like, I'm like, hey, Chris, they're pointing at you. And you're like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to go see what they want. And then they went up to you. And they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And you're right. That's probably when they said, we go banging the drums. And you're kind of like, no, no, no. And then you took off. And you're like, I go, what happened? And they wanted me to bang on the drums. I'm not a drummer. And I was like, oh, I go, you should have done it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I, I would have just, I don't know. I just didn't want to go up there and make an idiot Yo, of myself. You said, no, I don't drum. But my buddy Greg does. Maybe I could come up here. You go, I, I want a pitcher. I want a beer. I want a shot. And I want a guitar pick. And he'll do it. <laughs> And he can go bang on the drums, but yeah. I want all that other stuff. <laughs> so that was Chris's story about him, him meeting George. God, it's a horrible story. No, but it was a memorable one between us. Yeah. And uh, Paladino's... Uh, the moral of the story is, is when you have opportunity, grab it by the fucking nuts and squeeze all everything you can out of yes. it. Yes. Uh, you know, you got yes. You got to... Who knows? Maybe I would have all of a sudden got some inspiration and went into fucking John Bonham mode and would have had this monstrous fucking solo. They would have hired me for the band, fired their own drummer. I'd be touring right now with Don Dawkin going, oh my God, dude, can you stop? Why Don when it was George's band? Because, dude, I would have came back for a reunion oh, and then George oh. would have said, I'm out of here and I would have been like, I'm going to stay with Don right now. And then I would have, you know, that's what would have happened. That was the whole story right. in my mind, story. dude. Don't ever correct my stories. Don't lie to me, baby. All that right, was it. So the story Chris did, he was not lied. So yeah, that's a true story, and, and man. And like how I filled in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember them pointing <laughs> from the back, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" I guess I stand out, dude. It's either good or bad. I either stand out and they want to take me on stage, or I stand out and they want to throw me out the fucking door, <laughs> which is another story we'll tell someday of how I got thrown out of the House of Blues and. Left a flip flop behind. God damn we'll it! Man. That yeah, we, another day. That'll be another. That's day, another man. story. Um, so uh, the previous song was called "Don't Lie to Me," and I like the way we told the story because we weren't lying to the, our audience about that, right? So this one, uh, how I talked about how Chris, that album was more girls and love and, yeah. and, and um, tooth and nail. This was Will of Sunrise. So they said they wrote it because of all the the bombs that were going on between Russia and Japan and America and you know other countries that you know and this is what the song is about will the sun rise if we have a nuclear war yeah. and in the 80s that was a big uh, uh, controversial that was a reality of that and I do remember that like not caring because I was a teenager because all they want to do is you rock were, and you roll. were rocking with Dokken yeah, baby I was you, didn't a, you didn't care about no nukes yeah uh, but this is what the song is about, uh, Will the Sunrise, um, and it's just, I think it's a cool song, it jams, It's and it's not talking about girls, relationships, or other type of shit, it just kind of meant yeah. a little, little tiny bit political. There there were some bands that did a lot of this, and some bands that just kind of slipped it in, Dawkins just slipped it in. Yeah. Like, let's talk a little bit, then there's other bands. You may not even think of to do this shit. Like, White Lion, dude, will have half of their fucking album about talking about shit. That yeah. You're like, what the fuck, dude? I thought this was going to be about chicks and partying, dude. Now you're fucking making me think about what's going on on the eastern front of Europe right now with the Soviet Union. Like, like it'll make you start thinking. You know, but yeah, it was good. They, you know, it just kind of shows they have a little depth uh, to, you know, what was perceived as like a very thin 
ideal of music with this genre and these bands. It was all partying and girls and drugs and drinking. But no, they had something to say. Like, hey, man, let's think about this for a second. This shit keeps up. Will the fucking sunrise? Are we even going to be here the next day? Does it even matter? And um, this was, I think, also a nod to Japan because Dokken was really big in Japan. So they wanted to, you know, thank Japan because they went gold first. With that, with that, I mean, Tooth and Nail went gold in Japan first. God damn Dokken it. is big in Japan. Yeah. Almost as big as Big Talk Podcast, Chris and Greg. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Fucking George. Where's my money? Yeah, George. Where's our money? <laughs> All right, let's go to the next song. You ready? No, in between oh, the after, solo? After the solo. All right, mm-hmm. we're good. Right? <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh yeah! Till the living <laughs> end. I love a great ending song, yeah, dude. Great, great, en- great, great ending song, dude. You know, I love it's till the living end. I kind of fitting title for yes. an album. Till the living end. I love it, dude. Um, I like a, I like actually Don's vocals on this are a little bit beefier, a little bit more on them instead of trying to be light and fluffy, which I've kind of told I don't really like. I do like, but I just think he could do better. Here I'm thinking fucking George rocked it and fucking did, you know, fucking it's all right, dude. It's him okay. and Jeff are fucking, and you know, Mick keeping that fucking backbeat going, mm. man. Um, I do think the star of this album was George. Yeah. He, he really was, he really got that sound, the quality. Um, and I'm glad the record company put some extra money into uh-huh. the band for this. Yeah, and too. you can definitely tell it on their next album too. They did great tours. You know, if they were not still supporting acts, they are um, headlining themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it, dude. Uh, Under Lock and Key, great album. The third album from Dokken uh, on Electra Records. Do we already say when this released? November 22nd, 1985. Man, uh, go check out some Dokken, you guys. Cruising the streets, rocking with Dokken, windows down, hair blowing. Woo! Don't drink and drive. I just had to throw that in there, dude. <laughs> You know how people get crazy. I like Halford. <laughs> <laughs> I jump his bones. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for me from the Big Talk podcast. You can get a hold of us at bigtalkcg.podcast on TikTok and Instagram. I said TikTok, I meant TikTok. Woo. Uh, go to YouTube. Look us up, guys. The Big Talk podcast with Chris and Greg. That's Greg with three G's, one in the front, two in the back. And on Facebook at BigTalkCG at gmail.com. I think I added an at in there, but you get the point. That's enough for me, Greg. I'm going to shut up. Yeah, you got fucking Georgian Solo going on. Shut the fuck up, Chris. You had a little picky power, man. Anyways, I'm going to talk over this because I love George Lynch. If you have a solo, tell- don't talk. No, I don't. Oh, if I didn't say it, Chris, and I'll tell you this much, George Lynch was one of my favorite guitarists in the mid-80s. Okay. Yes, him and Eddie were one and two, if not even. I'm going to say I said it. I said it. I said it. Woo! Go down. Yeah! Anyways, this is Greg from the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. See ya! Woo! And anyways, everybody, rockin' with Dawkins. I didn't think you'd ever shut up. Yeah. Fucking George is playing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can't wait to the living. That's my voice in that one. <clears throat> hey.
<laughs> there it is. When Chris will ever end. Never. <laughs> all right, man. I'm going to go. It's all you. I'm going to go. It's all you. Yeah, get the fuck out. Let me hear some George. You hear that voice? That was a scream. Rockin' with Dawkins.